Welcome. This is the Real Estate Investing Mastery Podcast. Would you like to learn how to sell your vacant lot in two weeks or less? I'm going to show you how to do that on this video. How you doing, guys? I'm Joe McCall. I buy and sell a lot of vacant land. I've loved the vacant land business. I've been doing houses for years and years, but the last three or four years, I've been doing more vacant land flips, and I love it a lot because for one simple reason, easier. And it's so simple that my kids could do it with me. And in fact, if you go to simplelandkit.com, you get the free resources that I've given to you. It's my Land Flippers Toolkit. These are the same tools that my sons and I did vacant land deals and made over $150,000 with just the deals I did with my sons. And you get the contracts, the scripts, the direct mail piece, the checklists, and the software that we use to evaluate, analyze our deals, and come up with offers. So if you just go to simplelandkit.com, you can get your hands on that right now. Okay, so what are we talking about? One of the reasons why I love vacant land is because there is not as much competition. So there's not as many investors trying to chase these sellers. And then when you do find a seller that is motivated, they're, they're more likely to want to sell quicker and they have more, they're, they're more likely to, it's easier rather, I should say, to get more of a discount on a vacant land, vacant lot. Why is that? Well, because if you think about it, the seller is not as attached to that property. If it's a house that they've lived in for 20 years, 30 years, you know, if it's a house where they've put in hundreds of thousands of dollars into it over the years, right, they're going to be more emotionally attached to it and they're not going to be as willing to give you a big discount. But if it's vacant land, it's completely different because the sellers, they haven't been there in five years, they haven't been there in 10 years, it was inherited, they're tired of paying the taxes and they're just done with it. You know, they just need some extra money. We've had, I've done a lot of deals where the seller, for example, had, uh, they just wanted some extra money for their daughter's wedding. Or maybe they wanted some extra money to pay off some taxes. And you know what, this is frequently the case sometimes, unfortunately. There's a, they're in a situation where they're in a really, really bad spot financially, and they need some extra cash just to pay the bills and put some food on the table. So there's, there's always gonna be reasons why a, um, a seller wants to sell their vacant lot quickly. But here's something else to remember. There's not as much demand for vacant land as there are for houses. And that just makes sense, right? You've got um, people out there, there's a lot of people who need a roof over their heads. There's a lot of investors that are looking for houses to buy, fix and flip, to hold and rent, to Airbnb or hold, you know, whatever. So you would think, all right, well, and this is typically the case. And if you don't buy your properties right, when you get a deal, when you get vacant land under contract, theoretically, it should take you longer to sell that vacant lot than it would for a house. And that's one of the advantages for doing houses because once you do get a deal, a good deal under contract, you can sell it pretty quickly because there's such there's so many people that want it. Okay, but let's go back to land. How do you sell your vacant land quickly? And trust me on this, I've done, been there, done that, and I've tried and trued, tested all of that. And so I figured out finally how to sell land quickly. And it's very simple. By the way, do you have to buy the land? Do you have to close on it? Do you have to use your own money to buy the land and then sell it? No, you don't. It sometimes helps. Sometimes we do close on the deal, then we turn around and sell it. Sometimes we buy and hold the deal and sell it with owner financing. So there's a lot of different ways you can do this. But let's say right now, guys, you know, let's say you're in a spot where you, you just got a land deal under contract. You need to sell it quickly because you need some cash and you want to go to Tahiti or you just want to pay off 
some credit cards that you got, whatever it is, right? So you need some money. Uh, hey, my kids are in college. Let's say I needed five grand real quick to pay the tuition before the semester ended or something like that, right? So I need to make money fast. What do I do? I get a deal under contract. How do I sell it as fast as possible? Well, I'm going to share that with you right now. And, and uh, let's just jump into the mind map. I've got a mind map here. You can see it. Okay, great. Um, I'm going to just kind of walk through it. The first thing I like to do is call realtors of recent land sales. sales. Now, there's a lot of advantages to using realtors, and I'll show you how to find them here in a second. I'll zoom in as best I can here. Why do I like using realtors? Well, number one, they have buyers. They have good title companies. And sometimes when I'm talking to an agent, I tell them, listen, I think I'm, I might talk about this in a minute, but I'm just going to get a little bit ahead of myself. But you know, if a realtor, you, you got a deal, you're trying to sell it for $30,000, let's say. I tell the realtor, listen, I've got a great deal here and, and I'm calling agents that have buyers already. They've already sold vacant land recently in the area. And I'm saying, hey, listen, I got a vacant lot here. I'm trying to sell it for 30 grand. I don't know yet what I'm going to do with it. I might actually even just keep it. I might sell it on seller financing. I might just flip it. I see you sold a vacant lot here recently to somebody in this area for $35,000. I got this deal. I think I'm trying to, I might be able to sell it for 30. I'm just wondering, I don't have an agent representing me yet. I'm wondering, do you have any buyers that might be interested in this? I pay 10% commissions, right? I, I kind of made that a little too wordy, but when I'm talking to an agent, I want to let them know I don't have an agent representing me. This, these are agents, and I'll show you how to do this in a second, that already have sold vacant land in that area recently. So they already have the buyers. And then I'm telling them I'll pay them 10% commissions. All they need to do is make some phone calls and send some text messages. All right. So when you do that, I'm letting the realtor know that I am not, I'm not, I don't own the property yet. I'm just an investor. I got a deal under contract. So they sold a vacant lot for 35 grand. I'm trying to sell it for 30 grand. So they know, okay, this is a good deal. And then I'm going to tell them, listen, I have not closed on the deal yet. In fact, I have three months before I have to close on it. So I don't know what I'm going to do yet. I might just keep it, sell it with seller financing. But if I can sell it to a cash buyer, I'd rather do that. And in fact, I'll pay 10% commissions. But the way that's going to work is if I have to close on the deal, use my private investor's money to close on the deal, do double closing, pay for double the closing costs and all of that, I'm going to have to sell it for $33,000 or $35,000, okay? But if you can just help me do an assignment, then we could do this and I'll sell it for $30,000 and give you your commission from that. What do you want to do? It doesn't matter to me. All right, so I'm, I'm trying to tell you about this because sometimes in some states, it's illegal, immoral, and fattening to be a wholesaler. And you're wondering like, well, how do I do it if I don't have the money and I can't close on it? And now I'm calling you realtors. You're telling me I have to call an agent and talk to them. I don't even own it yet. Well, listen, no, first of all, we're not trying to get the agent to list the property for us. All we're trying to get these realtors to do is make a few phone calls, send some text messages to buyers and clients that they've worked with in the past and say, hey, I think I got a good land deal here. Do you want it? Now, let's say the buyer says, yeah, the realtor is then going to come to you and say, okay, we're good to go. We've got a buyer. You're going to say, all right. Now, again, remember what I said, but let me backtrack a little bit too. I always have the seller sign a limited power of attorney or an authorization to sign documents. And so the seller's already given me written permission to work with agents to list it on the MLS or whatever, et cetera, et cetera, right? And so, but when I'm talking to the agent, I say, remember, I can sell this thing for 30, but if I have to close on it, use my private investor's money, do double closing costs and all of that, then I'm going to have to sell it for 35. So what do you want to do? 
Do you have a title company that will let us do assignments? Will your buyer, will your client mind if we do an assignment? Just keep it simple and clean one closing. So, you know, 75, 85% of the time, the realtors for me are like, oh, okay, I, you're a wholesaler. You're one of those guys. But they're also thinking I can make 10% commissions on this. And I'm going to talk about this later too, but I can close deals fast with realtors, even though I don't own them because I pay generous commissions. So if the realtor's like, yeah, you know what? We can't do this. It does. I don't care that you have that special document signed by the seller. You have to own it before I can help you. I say, all right, fine. I'm going to go ahead and close on it. And then I'll opt. I can sell it for 33, 35,000. I don't know yet. But by the way, Miss Realtor, I, I've already been talking to some other buyers and I've been talking to some other realtors. And if your client is not interested, that's fine. No big deal. I got some five people waiting for me to call them back right now. Do you see kind of what I'm trying to do here? Hopefully I'm making some sense. All right. Now, why use realtors? Because I know some of you are thinking, man, I can't buy it. I can't close on it. How can I work with an agent? Aren't they going to freak out and have conniption fits when they find out that I don't actually own it yet? No. The reason I went through everything I was just telling you is because I want you to understand you, when you talk to these agents, you need to be upfront and honest with them. Tell them I'm a wholesaler. I'm an investor in Missouri. I got this property down in North Carolina. I don't own it yet. I have it under contract. I think it's a good deal. And I don't know what I want to do with it yet. I'm going to either buy and hold it and sell it with owner financing, or I would just want to quick flip it and sell it. Maybe you have a client that might be interested in it. Do you understand? And that's really when it comes down to wholesaling without a license and all of that stuff. Really what those real estate commissions want you to do is they want you to work with an agent. They want you to get your license and or they want you to work with realtors when you're buying and selling properties. Now, it's frustrating. I know. I think the monop the the um the realtor association is, is just a giant cartel and a monopoly. And the real estate commissions that are in each state has their own real estate commissions. Guess what? They're made up of all realtors. So of course they want you to have your license, but whatever. That's neither here nor there. It's the law. You can argue till you're blue in the face and you will lose every single time. So if you can't beat them, join them. Get your license. Go ahead and get your license. Go ahead and work with agents. I, I work with realtors all the time. I used to have my license. I let it expire a year or two ago. But um, it's great. Working with realtors is good. You should be working with. All right. So why work with realtors? Because they have buyers. They have good title companies. They know the area. If the property has any restrictions or rules or HOAs, they know what those might be. They can take a look at the property. They can take pictures. They can tell you if it's a good deal or not. They may say you want to sell this thing for 30. Well, I don't think it's going to work. Like, did you know that it's underwater right now? Did you know you can't even get to it? Did you know that it's on a cliff or whatever. So they can tell you if you have a good deal or not. And good realtors are going to tell you, you know what, I have some buyers that will buy it, but maybe for like 20,000, not 30. Well, it's good to know that, isn't it? Right. They can do signs. Realtors can do signs. Now, not every realtor is going to want to drive all the way out there and put out a sign, but realtors can do signs. Um, also, they know of other off-market deals. And so I always, when I'm talking to an agent, I say, listen, if this deal doesn't work out, do you have any other off-market vacant land deals, any off-market vacant lots that I can buy, I pay real generous commissions. I pay 10% commissions on any deal. So if they say, no, I don't have a buyer or whatever, I'm always asking them, do you have other deals that might work for me? And then if they don't have buyers, maybe they can be a realtor or maybe you can ask them, can you just list it for me? And then when you list your properties on the with a realtor, guess what? You're getting it out there on the largest exposure, the biggest platforms on the MLS, on Zillow and Redfin and things like that. So um, if your realtor can't uh, bring you a buyer, maybe they can list it for you. So my number one thing that I do when I get a vacant lot under contract is I call the realtors 
who have sold land recently. Now, where's, where do I go to do that? I go to Zillow, Redfin, and homes.com. And by the way, again, you can get my scripts at simplelandkit.com. Can I put it up here so you can see it? There you are, simplelandkit.com. Now, let me show you what I mean. Let's go to Redfin and just pick a market. How about Jackson County, uh, North Carolina? So here is Jackson County, North Carolina. And uh, I want to find a realtor that has sold a vacant lot recently so I can call them. So I'm going to go to solds last three months. I'm going to switch to land. Boom. Look at that. This is why I like Jackson County. There's 145 vacant lots that have sold in the last three months. This is a good market. Why do you want to go into these kinds of markets? Because there's a lot of realtors that do land deals here. So let's say, let's just zoom into an area. All right. Let's say my property is right here in this area. I might even go in and maybe do a draw something. Okay. And boom, there you go. I've got 21 vacant lots that have sold in the last three months. And you click on this and you can see who the realtor was that sold this property. Now this has, it's not exactly vacant. It has a garage on it, but it's 1.1 acres ready for a house. Scroll down. Boom. There you go. It's listed by Mark Bryant bought with a non MLS member. You can click on another one. Here's one that sold just a week or two weeks ago for 45 grand. There's the realtor, Alan. Boom. Now, here's something I want to I want to show you. Let me let me show you the same thing on Zillow real quick. So this is 28779. All right, so I'm looking at that zip code 28779 here. And I'm looking at sold at home type. I'm looking at land only. And let's go to more. And I just want to remove lot sizes. I don't care. Sold in last 90 days. And in that zip code right there, my, I might remove boundary. And if I wanted to, I could draw just like I did in Redfin. If I wanted to kind of get in my area. Okay, boom. Now are 12, here are 12 vacant lots that have sold recently. And if you wanted to, you could sort this from price high to low. Now you can call the realtors that have sold the most expensive properties. And if you wanted to, if there's too many, you could even go in and filter down by lot size. You could say, all right, show me all the ones that be were between one and 10 acres. But you know, you want to get as many realtors as you can. So don't filter it down too much. But so let's say my property's right here. The first guy I'm going to call is this one who sold a 1.2 acre lot for $42,000. And if you scroll down on Zillow, you're going to find the realtor's information most of the time. And I don't see it here. This is why it's real important to get familiar with Redfin and Zillow, because sometimes you'll get information on these properties that you won't on one site that you won't on the other. Uh, but one of the drawbacks with Redfin and with Zillow, when you do see a property, now, by the way, um, if there's a picture like this, it was probably listed on the MLS with a realtor. Sometimes you'll see things like these, see these black ones here? That means it was not listed with an agent. That was just list, this is, these are solds from county records, okay? So looking at this property, if I scroll down, you can see the agent, Mike, right there. But I don't see his contact information. Sometimes you get an email address, but I want his contact information. What can you do? Enter homes.com. If you find a property here on Redfin or Zillow and you can't get the realtor's contact information here, Many times, not all the time, but many times you can copy the MLS number and go to homes.com, go into that zip code, go into all filters, scroll all the way down, and you can paste that MLS number right there. And many times the realtor's contact information will come up for that listing, okay? So anyway, where do you find the realtors that recently sold properties? I like going to Redfin. I like going to homes.com and just looking in an area. Let's look at 28785, this one zip code right there. All I do is I'm going to go to solds. I'm going to go to filters. I want land only. 
I'm going to click C92. So in this zip code, there's been 92 vacant lots that have sold recently. And I'm going to sort it from recent sales. So the most the recent ones will be at the top. Okay, yeah, there it is. And then you scroll down and you find the realtors, listing agents and the buyer's agents, phone numbers and emails. All right. This is one that sold just the other day. Boom. There you go. Super convenient. Very, very easy, right? And let me, little side note here. If you're looking for vacant land and you want to um, contact agents of older listings, great way to do that here in homes.com. You go to for sale, look for vacant land, and you can maybe do limited prices if you want. I want everything under $100,000. You scroll all the way down and you say days on market more than six months. And boom, right here in this window, right here, there's 815 vacant lots that have been on the market for over six months. And you think maybe if you called these realtors up, maybe you could talk to Jason, there's his phone number. If he doesn't answer, there's his email address. And you can say, hey, can you tell me a little bit about this property, this 2.5 acre property in Waynesville? Looks like a nice area. Why hasn't it sold yet? How long has it been on the market? I know it's been on the market 224, but I'm going to ask anyway. How long has it been on the market? Oh. Wow, that long? Wow, shoot, looks like a nice property. Is something wrong with it? Why hasn't it sold yet? Hmm. Well, how, how negotiable is the seller on their price, right? And then that's a training for another video, kind of how I like to talk to realtors. But if, you've, if the goal is to make three or four or five offers a day and you, have, you, don't, can't have, you don't have a budget for direct mail, why not look up older vacant land listings and call the agents of them and make offers? Hmm. Mm -hmm. On this property, you know, I'd probably have to make an offer at 15,000, sell it for 25,000 or something like that. Okay, back to the mind map, Joe. Again, if you want my scripts for um, how I talk to realtors, what I say to them, go to simplelandkit.com and it's all there. Back to the mind map. First thing you do again, when you get a land deal under contract, if you want to sell it fast, you want to send, you want to call realtors of recent land. My next favorite thing, and this is maybe number one, recent land buyers. Who's buying the vacant land in the area? Why not call them? Talk to them. I used to do this a lot with houses, but you should be doing it even more now with vacant land. Where do you find these guys? Well, a couple places. PropStream Joe is my favorite. If you go to PropStream, a lot of you have a PropStream account, check out mine. If you don't, PropStreamJoe.com, you get a seven-day free trial. What was one of these zip codes we were in right here? 287. Well, let's just go to Jackson County. I'm going to go to PropStream. We're at Jackson County, right? Jackson County, NC, North Carolina. Oh, I love recent land. And wait till you learn this trick of what I do to get a hold of them. Mm. So I go to Jackson County. I'm going to go here to filter. I'm going to quick list choices. And I know you can't see this in the drop down, but it's, I'm doing it. Vacant land. So I, quick, I click vacant land. All right. So there are uh, 17,364 records of vacant land, but I want to go here to ownership info and I want to do last sale date. I'm going to go back Let's go back six months. One, two, three, four, five, six. I'm just going to choose June 1, 2023. And there's 362 vacant land transactions, purchases in the last six months. But that's not all, okay? Let's do owner-occupied. No, it shouldn't really change that number much anyway because it's vacant land, but it did drop it a little bit, 355. That means the address of the property is different than the address of the owner who bought it. Then I'm going to go over here to min number of properties owned, I'm going to do minimum number of properties owned five. Why does that mean? That means that this is somebody that has already in their, in prop, prop stream, already owns five other properties. 
Okay, then I'm gonna click close and look, I've got 124 transactions. That doesn't mean 124 buyers, but let's just look at this first one here. This is a property that sold two months ago, vacant lot. It sold to Bear Lake Investments out of Tallahassee, Florida. This is good. This is somebody from Florida who's buying land in North Carolina and he's got an LLC. This might be an investor, right? I'm gonna go to right here, linked properties. Guess what? They own 275 other properties. You scroll down, a lot of vacant land, right? That's exciting. That's good. Let's see how much did he buy this property for. All right, he bought it for 15 grand. How many acres is it? Lot size is 150. Let me get my calculator. 150282 divided by 43560. So it's a 3.45 acre property. This guy bought a three and a half acre property for 15 grand. Okay, guess what? Well, with PropStream, you can't necessarily skip trace him because it's an LLC, but there are other things you could do. There's a lot of sites you can go do the skip trace LLCs. I'm going to show you a cool tool with PropWire that does it for you. But um, you can Google, you Google Bear Lake Investments. You can actually do a skip trace for this address and see if, you know, look, there, there's a million different ways to do it. There's free ways, there's premium ways. One of the sites I like to use um, for skip tracing, People Looker. Uh, People Looker is about 20 to 25 bucks a month. You can do a ton of searches every month, but you can search for people by name, by phone number, by email, by property address, and it gives you a ton of information on them. It's kind of scary, to be honest, but People Looker is owned by some company. I don't know who, but they do a ton of different ones. So People Looker is just one of the different websites that they have, but you can do some skip tracing. Now, you can't skip trace this guy in PropStream because they only skip trace. LLCs, but I'm going to show you another trick in a minute of what you can do to reach them. But you, there are some ways you can skip trace them. Does that make sense? All right. So here we go. There's 120. Let's go look at another one. This is Charles Winchester from South Carolina who's bought this property, he bought this property two months ago. Let's look at linked properties. He owns 22 properties mobile home, vacant parcels, mobile home, residence, vacant land, vacant parcels, single family, motel vacant land, residential vacant land. So this guy owns a lot. Maybe he's looking for more. Hmm? MLS details. I don't know. This was listed or something. He bought it. It was listed for 38.5. Don't know what he bought it for. Maybe we go to transaction history. Oh, he got a loan. So he put a loan on it. Hmm, he's not using his own money. He's using OPM, using somebody else's money. So maybe would this be a good guy to call and say, hey, I think I got, I got a property real similar to yours, close to the one that you bought recently. And I'm just wondering if you're looking for more, because I've got a good deal here that I think you might be interested in. What do you think the chances are? Again, think about this. Why are we doing this? Why? What are the chances that somebody that already owns more than five properties has bought some vacant land in that area in the last, within the last three to six months? What are the chances are that they're going to want to buy some more? And one of the great things about this is now that you've got this deal under contract and you're not wasting any time, you're calling these people right away, is you're going to get great feedback from them. They're going to tell you yeah, you know what? Um, not a good deal. Uh, I would pay 10 grand for it. I'm not going to pay you 20 for it. Okay, why is that? Well, it doesn't have good access. It's in a bad area. It's on the wrong part of town. It's blah, blah, blah. They're going get to you, get you the feedback. So I want to find this out as quickly as possible from realtors, from other investors. And then I can go back to the seller and renegotiate or cancel my contract. So that's why it's so important you do this right away. You call the realtors and call these buyers. Okay, so let me um, show you another way that I like to use to skip trace LLCs actually, okay? So we were looking in Jackson County. Let's go to PropWire. My good buddy, Jerry Norton, created PropWire and it's pretty cool. Let's go to Jackson and it does the county searching for you. 
There you go. Jackson County, North Carolina, 28,000 records. Now, some counties, you're going to see this all the time. PropWire will have more data or PropStream may have more data than PropWire has because I don't know why, but it's just weird. And sometimes the data on PropStream will be older. The data on PropWire will be older. You just have to be okay with not ever finding 100% perfect, accurate data because it doesn't exist. You just do the best with what you've got. So I'm going to go to property types, land. All right, there's 6,600 records. I'm going to go to more. I'm going to do owner occupied, no, which they all should be anyway. Properties owned, I'm going to do minimum five. I'm going to go to financial filters. I'm going to say last sale date. Let's go back six months. All right, here's 51 properties according to PropWire. And PropStream had more, I think, but bought in the last six months from somebody that already owns more than five properties. Let's look at the first one here. And if you click owner, Fran bought this property. They own five other properties, other land. Okay, cool. And right here, you can skip trace them. This will be an easy one to skip trace. PropStream can skip trace this. It's 10 cents, but it's a, it's a seller. Let's find an LLC. Here we go. If I click on this and I go to owner, this is owned by Carolina Total Homes out of Denver, North Carolina. You can see they own 13 other properties here, which is a lot of single families and vacant land in Florida and North Carolina. So this must be an investor, right? Well, I wonder if he might be interested in buying this property. You can also go to history and see that he bought this one for $20,000. Um, so guess what? The cool thing about PropWire is it will skip trace LLCs. And I'm not going to do this right now because YouTube doesn't like it when you show personal information on YouTube's. But it does skip tracing based on the address, the mailing address. It's going to go out and find who lives at that address. Maybe it's a residence or a business. And then it'll skip trace the owners or whoever lives at that address. Cool. And if you don't want to have pay prop, prop wire 10 cents to do that, then um, you, know, you can do it yourself uh, through Google. You can go into the Secretary of State's website of North Carolina, whatever, and find out who owns Carolina Total Homes LLC. And find who the managing members are, et cetera, et cetera. But here's the point of what I'm trying to tell you. That's where you find them, PropStream, PropWire, and Priced. I like Priced a lot. I didn't talk much about that. But these are the two fastest and easiest ways to do it. Prop, uh, Priced gets their data from Datatree. All right, now, what do you do? You're going to skip trace them and call them. And this is what you're going to do. Hey, my name is Joe. I'm a vacant land wholesaler. I see you recently bought uh, some land in this area, XYZ, uh, where I also have maybe some good deals that you might be interested in. Uh, you're not looking for some more deals, land deals in that area, are you? I see you bought this five acre property for 20 grand. I have this one that's about the same size for 18 grand. Or I see that you bought this property for 3,000 an acre. I got a property I'm selling for 2,500 an acre. You wouldn't be interested in, in that, would you? All right, that's kind of what I'm doing. Just calling them and talking to them. When it comes to skip tracing, make sure whoever you're using can skip trace LLCs. And I already told you about PropWire and PeopleLooker. Now note, just call these guys. Text them. You don't have to have fancy software. Use your cell phone number. Text them, call them. Don't try to use virtual numbers or triple dialers or have your VAs do this. You do it yourself. These are buyers with the money. You know what? I've had so many buyers tell me, hey, listen, you know why I do business with you? Because you answer your phone. You're the only guys in St. Louis that I can call that I know will answer their phones or return my call right away. This is a real simple secret. By the way, if you're an agent, if you're a realtor yourself, you want to make more commissions, pick up your stinking phone, right? And just talk to people. It works. It's like magic. It's crazy. Pick up the phone, call people. Don't be afraid to give your cell phone out. It's not an 800 pound cactus. Okay. If you don't want to get interrupted, just hit ignore. What's wrong with giving your cell phone number? Do you want mine? No, I'm just kidding. I'm not going to give you mine, but don't outsource this to a VA. 
Don't use virtual numbers because they oftentimes show up as spam. It looks suspicious. It says potential spam. The triple dialers, there's this weird, awkward pause for like one or two seconds. It feels like an eternity when somebody's calling on a, on a dialer like that. Just use your stinking cell phone and call them. It doesn't matter that your area code is not in theirs. Make sense? Oh yeah, this is important. I forgot why I said this. Don't call anyone until after you have a deal. Don't waste their time calling them if you don't have a deal yet. Do you understand? Like, I don't know if you've ever had that call from somebody who, you know, just got started in the business. God bless them. They're, they're trying hard. I'm not making fun of them. But they're calling saying, yeah, I'm just wondering, are you looking for more deals? Well, yeah, I'm looking for more deals. Well, if I find one, can I send them to you? Yeah, send me. What are you looking for? Now you're already wasting their time. Okay, it's just like... Um, just send me everything you got. I'm, I'm interested. I'm, I'm busy right now, but just if the, I'm not going to spend five hours with you explaining what I want. So what you do instead is you get a deal under contract first. Then you call these guys because then you're like, hey, I got a deal I think you might be interested in. You're not too busy right now, are you? I didn't catch you in the middle of something, did I? I got a list here of 20 people that have bought vacant land and you're the first one that I've called. I think I got a good deal. I, I think you bought some property here recently. Are you looking for more? What am I doing there? I'm interjecting some scarcity. I got a bunch of other people I'm going to call. It's cool if you say no, but I think I got a deal you might be interested in. Do you see the difference there in the dynamic of that conversation? So do not call these buyers. Don't waste their time unless you already have a good deal, maybe potentially good deal under contract. Clear as mud. So now what else can you do? Oh, this is my favorite part. It's called the crumpled letter. Now, a lot of these guys, they're not going to answer their phones or the skip tracing isn't going to work or it's a big corporate LLC that's, has own, that they own like 3,000 properties. This crumpled up letter works better than anything. I, I love it because I'd rather have people call me than me outbound dialing. That's kind of my thing. The crumpled up letter. Well, let's talk about this. I'm sending out letters to, like I'm pretending I'm a desperate seller sending letters to investors. And I learned this from one of the guys who started FreedomSoft with Preston Neely is one of my first podcast interviews. And he taught me how to do this. And he said, because I was asking him, how do you sell your deals? And he says, oh, it's really easy. We just get, we sit down and we get a yellow pad of paper and we write down this with handwritten text. Now you can copy this, right? And make it fancy and all that. But here it is. He says, basically, help, urgent. I need to sell my property. 2.3 acre vacant lot near the one you own or near the one you recently bought at City State County. I've had it on the market for some time now and I just can't wait any longer. I need it sold. Uh, the taxes are paid. The title is clear. Take a drive by. No, with houses, I would say, take a drive by and look at it. But the taxes are paid. The title is clear. And I need this thing sold today. I'm desperate. Please help me. Call me right now. Give them your cell phone, guys. Give them your cell phone that rings your phone that doesn't go to voicemail and makes them jump through a bunch of hoops and makes them listen to a five minute long message or sends them to a website to fill out some stupid form. Don't do that. Give them your cell phone number so you can talk to these guys. These are, the, these are your customers. These are the ones with the money. Why would you not be all over that and talk to them? Because they're going to like it. They go, oh, this guy answers his phone. But go figure. You're going to write this down. You're going you're gonna to tear it off and you're going to crumple it up. What are you doing, Joe? You're going to fold it, open it back up. You're going to fold it in fourths. I'm not going to make it smooth. There you go. It's clumpy. It's weird. And I'm going to put it in an invitation envelope. I'm going to hand address the address. You can do a label. That's fine for the return address. But for, for the love of all that's holy, do not put your company name on there. Just your first, last name or no name address. Do your do in first and last name in your address. And you don't have to have a P.O. box. 
Just do your home address, not a big deal. Put this in the invitation envelope with a stamp. Uh, I like to do a real stamp, like a first class stamp, and then a one cent stamp, and I make them crooked. They're gonna get this thing, it's gonna be thick, it's gonna be, what's this thick letter here? They're gonna open the flap, they're gonna see a crumpled up paper, and they're gonna, this, their curiosity is boom up here, right? And they're gonna see this handwritten in red Sharpie, I urgently, desperately help, I need, I need to sell my property at near the one you own, please call me. All right, they're gonna look at this and say, oh, there's a phone number, they're gonna call. We get a 10 to 20% response rate with these letters. Drop mic, mic drop. 10 to 20% response rates with these things. And all we're doing is we're handwriting this. Now, every time I've paid somebody to do this for me or told somebody to do it for me, they're like, oh, does this sounds dumb. That's stupid. That's so unprofessional. That doesn't work. I'm too embarrassed to do that. That's below me, whatever. I'm not telling you, it works. You, this works also for motivated sellers. But take that letter, crumple it up, send it to 100 buyers and let them know you've got a deal. It works. It really works. I'm telling you, it works. Okay, so here we go. Take it, handwritten, crumple it up, invitation envelope, real stamps, no return labels with a company name. Because again, if you have your company name on there, they're just, they're, they're going to, oh, this is some scam or there's some advertisement and they're going to throw it away. And get your kids to do this. Come on, pay them. Well, I don't know what minute, I'm not a lawyer. Pay them a little bit, pay them in candy and have your kids do this for you. If all you did, guys, was call realtors, and call recent land buyers, you're gonna sell your deals quickly in two weeks or less. Now, there are other things that you could do if you really wanted to. Facebook groups are good. I'm not gonna show this to you. I've already gone way longer than I normally do in these videos, but I like to join all, if I'm doing deals in Tennessee, I like to join the national, I'm sorry, the regional land groups for Tennessee. You'll find just Google Tennessee vacant land or Tennessee land or whatever in Facebook groups, and you'll see groups for land for, for Tennessee. And then there's regional and there's national. So join all of the larger Facebook groups for vacant land. And then go into the local groups. And I call them the buy, sell, trade groups. These are the groups where you sell, buy and sell like garage sales stuff. And you can join those groups. Never, ever, ever spam. Don't make your ad sound spammy. Just say, hey, I got this 2.6 acre vacant lot for sale for $25,000. Call me, phone number, and have a couple pictures. That's it. Okay, other land investors. This is really, really important, even for, especially if you're new to the business. If you're new and you don't have the money, you don't have the title company, you don't understand the paperwork, how it all works, you're nervous, you're scared, and you're like, I think I got a good deal here. Go find somebody that's already doing deals and bring them the deal and partner with them on it, all right? They have the buyers already, they have the title companies, they have the money, they know the areas, and they've been there, done that, this isn't a big deal to them. Now, I like to go to look at land.com for active investors in the area. So let's go back here to land.com. We were in Jackson County, weren't we? Jackson County, North Carolina. All right. And I'm looking for vacant land. So I'm going to do includes residents. No. And I'm going to click on solds, apply filters. And so what I'm doing here is on the right hand side, these are sponsored listings. So these guys pay a lot of money to land.com to get their featured listings up here. And there's a lot of them here. LW Land, let's look at this one. They're based out of Charlotte. I think they do a lot of land deals because they have the land, word land in their, in their name. And if I scroll down, you can find all of their properties. They got a lot of vacant land. You can, here's a phone number. You can go to their website. Now, maybe these are realtors, but it, it doesn't matter, okay? Let's look at uh, another one. Now, Todd something Realty, that's probably a realtor. You can call them if you want. Alpha Property Group, USA. Oh, they're based out of Cheyenne, Wyoming. That's an investor. And if you scroll down, 
He's got four properties on here. Maybe he's done deals here before, right? Call him, ask him, hey, I think I got a deal here. Do you want to partner with me on it? WNCproperty.com, Sri Land. KW is probably Keller Williams. Mossy Oaks, a realtor. Billy Land. Well, Billy Land's a beast. These guys have thousands of properties. They're probably not going to want to partner with you on it. Scout Land Group, Justin Peach. He's out of Houston, Texas. He's got some properties on here. Bam. He's got a lot of properties. And one thing you could do, by the way, let's go back here. I'm going to say only, get, only give me the solds. Apply filters. And these are guys that have sold properties already. They've had properties on here before. Yeah, this guy, Justin, he does a lot of deals here that are sold. He's got 12 properties. He's from Houston. He's an active land investor. So give him a call. And what do you say to them? Well, I'll talk about it here. What you say to these guys is basically, hey, Jim, uh, I see that you own, you, you've done some deals here. I'm new to the business. I think you're a real estate investor. And I've got a really good deal close to the ones where you've sold some before. And I'm wondering, I already have it under contract. Would you, if you wanted to partner on it with me, we could just split it 50-50. I've already got it under contract. Uh, you wouldn't be interested in that, would you? Almost every active land investor is going to say yes to that because you've already done all the hard work of getting it under. And if it's under contract and if it's a good contract, yeah, all they got to do is put it on their website. You know, um, they know the realtors, they know the title companies, and you might be able to sell it to one of their buyers. So it's a great way to get started in the area. So you want to look for active land investors in the area. Um, sometimes I post my properties in land investing Facebook groups. These are different than the Facebook groups above. Okay, those are more like where people who are buying land or who are from those local communities are in. Land investing Facebook groups, these are bigger groups. You should join all of them, all that you can. And this is where a lot of active land investors are. And look for, you know, if you get a property under in Jackson County, do a search in that Facebook group for the word Jackson County. And you'll see everybody who's posted anything about that county before. Or you can do a search for Tennessee and see who has asked questions in before about deals there, who has posted properties there before and contact them and, or post something in there that says, hey, does anybody doing deals in Jackson County, North Carolina? I've got a deal. Would you be interested in partnering with me on it? Now, again, if you go to simplelandkit.com, got a special treat for you because I just put here in simplelandkit.com some sample joint venture agreements. Now, I'm not an attorney. You should always have an attorney review all of your paperwork, but at least you can give them something to review instead of asking them to create a new one. Go to simplelandkit.com and I have three different joint venture agreements that you could use when you get a deal under contract and you can just use mine. But have an attorney review it because they're, mine are probably all messed up and uh, you don't want to use mine because you might go to jail if you use them. I'm just, you know, I'm saying that to kind of cover my butt, but you got what I'm saying here, right? Now notice in all of this, oh, this has been a long video. I hope you don't mind. I just get passionate. I get excited about this. But notice as I'm telling you how to sell your property in two weeks or less, what I did not say. I did not say go advertise your property on Facebook Marketplace and on Craigslist, okay? I say, why? Because like, if you want to do anything that raises red flags to the wholesaling police uh, that are going to make people mad that uh, you're trying to wholesale without a license or whatever, it's doing that, putting the properties out there and advertising them on sites like this. Notice I didn't say do any neighbor letters. That maybe is another thing you can do later on. But I, you know, if you're going to call, if you're going to do any kind of neighbor marketing, I like prefer to call them. You could do this as well yourself. I've never really had good luck with neighbor letters for whatever reason. Don't worry about having a website or putting a property on your website yet. You don't have to have one. Eventually, you should get one. I don't like using flat fee agents, although we do if you go to brokerless.com. But sometimes you have to go through a lot of rigmarole to get the right paperwork signed, to have the right disclosures, 
to get all the right pictures, just to get it listed, to let it only find out three or four weeks later that it's finally listed and you're not getting any calls on it. So it's like, that's frustrating. Forget about Facebook ads for selling properties, at least. Land.com, I didn't say put your property on land.com. There's other websites like landflip.com, landmoto.com that we use. Those are good, but they cost money. Money loves speed. This is why I want you to get on the phone and call realtors, call recent buyers, send them this letter. Like day one, the day you get it under contract, send these letters out. You want to get feedback immediately from these people. You might find a buyer or they might tell you, man, this is not a good deal. Joe, you know, why would I want to pay 30 for yours when there's this other property down the street or five miles away that I could buy for 15? You may not, you may have missed that. You'll get these feedback from these buyers. So money loves speed. You've got to do this stuff right away. You want to get in and out of these deals as fast as possible. So um, one of the things that I, 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 when I, when a realtor is telling me how much they think my property would sell for, they usually give a range. They say, well, I could sell between three to 4,000 an acre or fifty dollars to $60,000. I'm always going to go with a lower price to be more aggressive. I tell this realtor, listen, I want to sell this deal. I have to sell this deal in one or two months, period. So what is the most aggressive price that I can get away with? on selling this thing as quickly as possible. You got to let that realtor know you're not your typical land seller that's willing to wait six months for something to sell. You want it sold right away. And also, when you're doing these other strategies of calling realtors first, calling the investors directly, going into other investor-friendly Facebook groups, you're avoiding the wholesaling police, okay? And it just makes it easier when you're dealing directly with the end buyer or the person who knows the end buyer to do more creative double closings, assignments, and things like that. Cool? All right. So back to my mind map here. I just have a few more notes. What if none of this works and you can't find a buyer? Well, then you have a crappy deal. This is why the things above are so important. So the market has spoken. It's told you, hey, this isn't going to work. So go back to the seller, either cancel the contract or negotiate a lower price. Again, this is why the things above that we're talking about is so important. And there's really only two reasons why a property doesn't sell, okay? It's overpriced. Even if you have a crappy property, it probably would sell at the right price, maybe $500, but there is a price that it would sell for most of the time. And the other reason why a property won't sell is you're just not putting it in front of the right people. So just be aware of that. This is why I want it. This is so important. You know, don't be greedy. I said this already. Price your properties aggressively to sell. Start with that aggressive price, and then maybe it can come up with other offers. But um, yeah, that's what you want to do. Now, how do you come up with your offer real quick? Well, you want to start with, I'm, I'm kind of reviewing stuff that I've already talked about before in other videos, but you want to start with your aggressive price. The realtor says you can sell it for 30 to 40. You want to list it for 28. And then you're going to subtract your minimum wholesale fee, subtract realtor commissions, subtract closing costs, pictures, and a thousand bucks for oops. And that's going to be your offer. That's how, that's a simple way to come up with offers when you do this. Okay. This is really important. Never, ever, ever stop marketing for sellers. Once it's real tempting because once you get a deal under contract, you're excited, you're like, "Oh man." And now this is all new. There's a bunch of work that you got to do and you need to get this property sold and so you're working hard, you're taking a lot of calls from buyers, you're calling a lot of realtors, you're getting involved with the the title company and the research and the due diligence and what's a perk test and you figuring all this. Never ever stop marketing for sellers. Why would I say that? Because listen, this happens a lot and this has happened to me a lot when I was first getting started. I would do a bunch of marketing and get a bunch of leads and get busy because I had a full-time job and I'd stop the marketing. And I would start working with all these leads, getting them under contract, then selling them. And then three months later, finally got some money. 
two, two to three months later, okay? Then I turn around, guess what's empty? My pipeline. My pipeline is completely empty. That's a problem because it's not like a light switch you can just turn back on and leads start flooding in again. It takes time to build that momentum. And when you stop marketing, when you get deals under contract, you lose all your momentum and it's hard to get it back. So never, ever, ever stop marketing, okay? This is when you're gonna start realizing, I need help. So you're gonna get virtual assistants to help you. You're gonna get your kids to help you, whatever, but never stop your marketing, guys. We're not in the real estate investing business, right? We're in the marketing business. This is something that you've got to get done for you in spite of you. So when you are busy and you're tempted to slow down the marketing because money's tight or you're tempted to, because you're so busy selling these deals, and you're already counting your money and you're, you know, you're like, oh, this is so fun. This, I'm going to make all this money. You're going to pay for it at the end if you stop your marketing. I'm telling you, this comes from a seasoned veteran. This comes from somebody that has coached a lot of people who struggles with ups and downs and valleys. Got to keep your pipeline full. I think I've made my point. Okay, let's get back to the mind map. Almost done. It's really important you start marketing for buyers immediately. I've already har I've been harping on that. It's important to build relationships with your buyers. And I'm always building your buyer's list, okay? Get a CRM, like my custom signature edition of FreedomSoft. You can keep buyer's list. You can keep them in there, put them onto email drips, uh, texting campaigns. There's a get a dollar trial at joemccall.com slash 1FS. Do I have that link right there? There it is. Look at that. joemccall.com slash 1FS to get a dollar free trial of FreedomSoft. It, it's, it's really good. You can text them, email them, call them. It manages it all that for you. Uh, but when you are working on building relationships with buyers, be careful about becoming the buyer's employee. What does that mean? When you're working with these buyers, sometimes you get a good one and you know they always close, they always come through, they always have the money. They're going to get a little, you know, greedy a little bit. They're going to say, man, how much are you making again on this deal? You know what? I, I'll pay you $3,000 instead of 10 this time. You're not an employee to that buyer. You're always farming your deals out to as many buyers as you can. You know, your, you, your buyer needs to know that you've got five other, 10 other people that you can call to sell this deal to. And if once they start asking you how much you're making or they start being concerned about it, you gotta move on. I ask my buyers all the time, I say, listen, if they say, well, how much are you making on this deal? What's the assignment fee again? I say, well, let me, let me ask you a question first. What does it matter? Is this price a good price or not? I just be flat up and front and honest with them. Now they may say it does matter, Joe. Right? I'm not going to pay you $20,000 for a property that I'm buying for $25,000. I say, yeah, you know what? You're, you're right. So listen, I've got a bunch of other guys that want this deal. I'm sorry it's not working out. I'll call them. That's it, man. I don't, I'm not going to be their employee and worry about how much money. Well, I don't want them worried or thinking, being worried that they might be mad at how much money I'm making. Does that make sense what I'm saying there? just doesn't matter. This is why you always need to be building your buyers list. This is why you always need to be sending out these letters and calling realtors. So now your buyer that you have, that may be nice and comfortable and all oh, nice, easy, like he wants to buy everything that I have. Be careful of falling in this trap of lowering your profits per deal. There's a balance to all of that. Does that, you understand what I'm saying there? And also don't forget some of these buyers you're partnering with or, or networking with or working with can become future lenders. Uh, they may not want to buy a deal, but maybe they'll lend money on a good deal once in a while. Finally, final, final, final point. When you are advertising your properties, it's always really important to get good pictures. Some guys, people, sometimes people want to take this, uh, take a shortcut, just use the Google Maps images or Google Street images. You want to hire somebody as soon as possible to go there and get pictures of the property. Normally what we do when we get a property under contract, 
after we do a little bit of due diligence, you know, we might, um, we spend some time on the county website. We spend some time making sure that we have the right owner on title. We will we'll call some realtors maybe. We're going to call, we usually use Thumbtack. I don't know if it's thumbtack.com. We usually use Thumbtack to get people to do photography for our, for our, um, for our properties. Also, by the way, I didn't mention this, but when you go to land, let me, can I share my screen here again with you? Would you mind? When I'm looking for people to partner with or realtors to help me sell my deals, I'm looking for ones that get good pictures like this drone footage, and they know how to draw the lines in there like that. This is somebody that you want to work with. And when you're looking at realtors who have sold vacant land, let me give you an example of somebody. Now, this is somebody you want to work with. This guy. Well, those are for sales. <laughs> Maybe not that guy. Let's look at solds in this area. And okay, we're looking at land only. And I want to sort by recent. Let me ask you what kind of realtor you'd rather work with. And these are all good pictures, aren't they? I'm looking for, for, you know, nice. Okay. Is this a realtor you want to work with here? Yeah, probably not. This has been on the market for 1200 days and they got a picture of the stupid entrance at the subdivision. Nope. Sometimes you see, these are all pretty good. Like this one, yeah. You know, it's like, what, what is that? That could be in Florida. That could be in Washington state. You, okay. You understand what I'm saying? I'm, these are all actually really good, but you want to avoid the, like this one, or you want to avoid the the pictures that come from uh, an iPhone out of the out of the car. This is these are great examples. The blue sky kind of in the background. It's green. They they know how to uh, draw out the property. Well, Jackson County, you've got a bunch of really good realtors here because this one's kind of well, yeah. What is this one? It did sell in nine days. <laughs> so, all right, you get what I'm stepping on, or you smell what I'm stepping in. So anyway, got to wrap this up. Appreciate you guys. We'll see you on the next video. I got so much good stuff coming out soon here. I'm excited to share with you. Take care. God bless.